Welcome to Navigating the Modern World. I am your host, Kimberly Johnson. I am a life coach and a sex coach. This podcast was made for you, for you to get the most out of your life. We, as human beings, are made to win. This podcast offers a perspective in life that has you win, no matter what the challenge or outer circumstances you find yourself in. If you want to learn more about my work, you can go to KimberlyCoaching.com. Hello and welcome to episode 97 of Navigating the Modern World. It is New Year's Eve, so first and foremost, Happy New Year. And I hope and pray that whatever from 2018 needs to be laid to rest can be done and whatever wants to be created for 2019 can begin to be created in whatever way that looks. I always love a new year because it feels like an opportunity and it feels like an opportunity to let go of something from the past and also to gain something beautiful or create something beautiful for the future. So today's podcast is about something that I learned deeply while home for the holidays. And so I titled the name of this podcast, Hashing It Out or Waiting to Do So. And I want to talk about this idea of there's, you know, two ways that people kind of communicate or need to communicate when things get challenging or just in general. And they seem to be one of these two ways. The first is that certain types of people like to hash it out. They like to talk about it right in the moment, talk through it all until it gets kind of completed and resolved. Or there's the person that might need space or time space or time to process what they're thinking or going through, space or time to think about how to approach the other person who's in the conversation or in the conflict. And I have always named myself as the type of person that likes to hash things out. I like to get in there and talk about things. And I don't like to leave a situation where things are unsaid and, and, about two years ago that really bit me in the butt and how it did that is I ended up losing one of my closest friends because she requested that I give her space a break in communication so that she could process and honestly I tried and then it seemed like for me too much time and then I kept approaching her and trying to almost like force a conversation and it ended in the relationship completely breaking and ending and I didn't quite understand like why she needed a pause until this week 
And it really came to me about what relationship is and that it doesn't have to be one way or the other, but yet we can be in flow of the relationship that we are in in this present moment. And so how it came to me is I am in a relationship with somebody who I really deeply care about and same exact thing, this person asked me if I could communicate less with them. You know, have some space between our communication and we don't need to communicate so much, you know, right now. And and at first, I notice that when people make this request of me, I have anxiety arise. And the anxiety has nothing to do with their request, even though I want to make it about their request. I want to make it as in, well, we just communicate differently and you should meet me halfway, but that's not actually what it is. What it is and how I've discovered this is through just observation and awareness, but what it is, is it's, it's a complete fear of being abandoned or being rejected. It is a complete fear of being abandoned or rejected. And I really saw it this time in this relationship that I'm in where the person asked for like space in our communication and I noticed it arising. And instead of believing it, I just kind of watched it and I noticed how I wanted to react. I noticed which which thoughts were arising. I noticed the body sensations and the emotion that was coming with it. And I just kind of watched it play out in my body and in my brain. And then tonight, I'm driving home. So tonight I drove from Arkansas to Denver and I just got home. And tonight as I'm driving home, I'm having all this reflection happen. So I notice that I want to share. So I'm sharing, sharing, sharing my reflections of some of the things that happened over the week. And I'm sharing, sharing, sharing. And I really, in the sharing, it's like, I want to be reciprocated. I can feel this desire to be reciprocated. And what started happening is I was kind of getting obsessed with looking at my phone. And I noticed that same fear, the fear of rejection, the fear of abandonment, the fear of like, I'm not being seen or I'm not being heard or this, it's this fear of that I'm not good enough, that If I share, maybe I share too much. Or if I share, maybe it's, you know, weird to share that. Like all of these things playing out in my mind, which is just trying to prove that I'm unworthy and not good enough. And I really saw it. And I saw it in the desire of I needed or wanted the other person to, to like give me validation. Their response would give me validation, right? So I began to sit with it. Because I wasn't getting validation. I wasn't getting response. So I began to sit with it. And then I began to remember the request for space and communication. And, And then I, this whole thing just began to kind of unfold in my mind that relationship is like an actual communication. And in communication, just as I'm talking in this podcast, There are pauses that happen in communication, especially authentic and genuine communication. So, and the only person that's making a 
pause need to be a certain length of time or judging the length of a pause is me, is my own mind. Because pauses are just pauses. And whatever pause that a conversation needs for the other person to actually get to a response or the other person to process and respond genuinely is just the amount of time that it takes. And I really saw that the reason I was having such discomfort with the request for space and communication is because I'm terrified to be with myself. The pause is a form of silence. And it's terrifying to be in the silence of just being with yourself. And I really got clear that a person's request for time or a person's response time to anything is completely perfect. Because space and communication and relationship is just this back and forth Always, and sometimes it has pauses, and sometimes it has breaks, and sometimes it has, like any conversation, it's the same. And when we're in relationship with people, it sometimes needs a more lengthy pause. And so as I was like realizing this, I was also realizing that with the same individual, you know, this person I deeply care about, and I, I've, been, I've been spending some time with him when I was in Arkansas, and I... One day when we were hanging together, they were sharing about some harder stuff that had been going on in their life. And I noticed that I was just able to listen to them. And potentially in my past, my response for when people are going through a hard time is to try to solve it or to try to say something that's comforting or to... Um, try to make it better. And in the situation, I was just able to really like, just listen and provide space and just be with the person exactly as they are. And I realized tonight as I'm driving that I was able to do that. Because it's the same thing when we realize that We don't have to say things or we don't have to say the perfect thing or we don't have to always have the right thing to say to comfort someone or, you know, we don't always have to fix the problem at hand. We allow ourselves to just be silent with what's happening. And in the past for myself, I've always wanted to give advice or help solve or say the perfect thing. Because once again, I was terrified to be silent with myself as this person is sharing their challenge. Because if I'm silent, in the silence, when someone is sharing a challenge or a struggle, whether it's about you or whether it's about something happening in their life, as they share their pain or what they're going through, In silence, it will automatically touch in you that same pain or challenge. And that is vulnerable. And we fill space with conversation and we need to solve things right now because we are terrified, terrified 
to be vulnerable. And I can feel it right now. It's, it's terrifying to be vulnerable because if you're vulnerable, then your heart might break. Your heart might break open. And that is terrifying. And if we're vulnerable, then we might touch the human experience and be filled with emotion or be filled with, with some sort of experience that's overwhelming. That's true. And it is terrifying to think about allowing ourselves to be so uncovered and so unhinged and so free to be able to potentially have our heartbreak. And the thing that I'm learning is that no matter what we do in life, anything that's of value, anything that's authentic is going to break our hearts. Getting married, being in partnership, being in relationship with other people, being in friendships, having kids, having careers. At some point, through all of these big things, we are going to have our heart broken. And when we allow silence in our communication with others with whom we love or care deeply about, or when we allow silence when someone is sharing something vulnerable, we get in touch with that. We get in touch with our own hearts. We get in touch with our own human experience. And we have to be silent with ourselves. And it's terrifying. But it is also what we are here to do in this life. It is life-giving. It is what it is to feel fully alive and engaged in this moment. And to allow someone space in their communication or allow someone full open space where you are just listening allows them fully space for them to also be alive. For them to get in touch with their human experience. For them to be fully heard and to be present with another human being. And sometimes we might need to hash it out because it happens naturally to hash it out. You feel like talking, the other person feels like talking. And sometimes somebody might request silence or somebody might fall silent. Maybe over text or maybe they don't, you know, call you. Or maybe you're together face to face and they fall silent. And instead of needing to fill the silence, there's something beautiful in allowing and being present with what is happening right now and what the silence offers you. Maybe a glimpse into your own being. And it might be scary, but I want to offer that you, 
you let go a little bit of the grasp that you have of wanting to control the relationships you're in or control the scenarios you're in and letting them naturally flow back and forth and be at play in your life. And your job is to just be present with whatever is happening now. If anxiety is arising in you, being present with it now. If joy and laughter is arising in you, being in, you know, present with it now. If somebody's engaging with you, being present with them now. If someone has backed away and needs space, being present with that now. Our only job is to be present with the human experience. And the more that we can let our guard down, the more that we can truly be here now, the more vulnerable we can be and the more we can actually connect with ourselves and others. And the more that we can actually be alive as we walk this earth. And my prayer is, is that every human being in the new year can walk a little bit more present. A little bit more silent. A little bit more connected. If anything in this podcast touched or inspired you, please go to iTunes on your computer and write a review. That would be my biggest honor. Happy New Year's, y'all. See you in 2019.